0: Hey guys, it's August 12th, 2020, and I have not been on here for at least two months. I apologize. I'm really trying to be intentional and consistent and everything. And you know, with life itself going on, everybody has their issues, everybody has a problem, everybody had a day-to-day life routine that they have to live by and do. But I am working on it and I just continue to pray that I get better and better each day. And hopefully, this would no longer be an issue for me. But if you haven't tuned into my podcast, I really do appreciate you. It's only been a couple of you, but I'm grateful for the couple because I, when I first started, it was probably only just me listening. So um, I know sometimes that could be a little bit discouraging seeing that only a couple people listen to your podcast. You just put your time and hard work into it, but it it's okay if it gets to one person i'm grateful because i go off each one teach one so if i can just teach one i'm happy and i'm satisfied with that so anyway guys i'll just be letting you know what is going on with me and definitely we pray about it and I, what i look for is um finding the solution in the godly way i try things my way doesn't turn out good and i tell you all how it happened i tell you what i go through Because if we don't learn, you know, sometimes God can't give us the answer and we uh, we apply it to our life. Sometimes we don't. But at the end of the day, we we make mistakes and we repent and we go back to try it again and we succeed the next time. It's all about learning. And if however you learn, however the way God teach you to learn is is okay. So don't beat yourself up (laughs) because I have done it. I have beat myself up. And God was like, grounded. I didn't forget you already. Let's get to the next level. And I'm just looking like, but I just not do it your way, you know. So anyway, guys, uh, let's just go ahead and go into prayer, and then we'll go into just you know talking about what's been going on with me for the last couple of months, talking about what I didn't learn, and talk about what I what I'm starting to apply in my life. So anyway. Here we go. Thank you, Lord, for this day, because this is a day that you have made. And God, I thank you um, for me getting on this podcast today. um, You know, the world just wants me to do other things, but I have made the time to get on the podcast. And I pray that this reach somebody that it can help and they can apply it to their lives as well. Or they can just feel like, you know, this girl, I can relate to this girl, this girl going through the same things I'm going through. I can understand. And I pray that it help people change from um ways that they would have did in the wrong way to do it in the righteous way which is your way lord so guys we go through this podcast i just pray you bless me you bless the viewer and you just help us to have a good old time with each other and um just have a good time in doing podcasts, and this is not a job ring thing. So I just want to enjoy what I do. So thank you, Lord, for everything you have done, will do, and continue doing my life. And I just want to say, our oh, Father which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we got debtors. And lead not temptation, but the us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen if you know me you know I like to say that prayer at the end at the end of one of uh, at the end of one of my prayers like so if I do it today I'll say it once in that day or i do it again at night it's just however I'm feeling however you feeling just do it but anyway guys so um you know the COVID-19 um, mess is going on and so my city is just like confused and you know if, you, if a city is confused and they just everywhere, you know, if they on the news, they acting crazy, if they, you know, you get emails or all types of stuff from the school system, you get all types of stuff and it's just confusion, that worries the people. Like, the people get so worried if the leaders is not showing, like, we got this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if a mother and a child and the mother says like, okay, we're going through this and we're going to be okay. We're going to be strong. The kid feels safe. You know, they feel like we can do this, right? Because when the COVID-19 mess went on, my first thing was the world is already going to try to scare my kids. So I'm going to, you know, um, be strong, you know, of course I prayed to God about it because I don't want, you know, what they say that's going on to happen to me and my family. So me and my kids, you know, that it's just been so much peace in my house because we have not let this COVID 19, you know, affect us. I think we'll watch, um, uh, I'll watch certain, you know, news or something to see what's going on. But for the most part, I'll, you know, uh it won't be brought up as much. If we talk about it once, that's it. You know, we ain't gonna be talking about it all day. Like, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? No we're not going to do that because I don't want them to worry. I want them to put their trust in God and know that God guides us and whatever may happen, that he still is in control. So that's what I was putting into them. And I'm kind of grateful that the school system did not start back up where I live at because um, I was able to put me more into them because when the kids go to school, and they spend all their time through the day teaching what the teacher, well, learning what the teachers want to put in them. I found out they come home, they're exhausted. They barely want to do their chores. You know, they got homework. By the time they get done with their homework, you know, the day is ended. Some look like, so I was grateful that the school system did not start back up because we got our own system. We get up in the morning, we have our, um, our daily devotion, and we can able to have hot breakfast. They ain't got to go to school, eat the cold breakfast and stuff. So, they get to have hot breakfast. We get to have time with each other. So, uh, 2020 has really been a good year for me, especially with the school system being out because the time that I'm spending with my kids is very, very nice. Now, only thing I am concerned about is what are they going to do with this school system? What, are, How are they going to have the, the setup plan for? Because the uh, school is about to get ready to start back up. And right now, they everywhere with so much confusion. They send us one newsletter one week, and then the next week, it's just like, oh, what are you going to do? You know? So I don't know if they're going to try to implement like the school system into, you know, like my kids got to be at the computer for like six, seven hours because I'm not really feeling that. So I don't really know how I'm feeling about this. I don't know if I kind of just want to do homeschool. Um, it's been on my heart to do it for a while, but you know, a working mother, a mother that's going to school has a lot on her plate. My husband, he's working. So it's a lot on our plate. So I can't sit up here and say that would be beneficial at this time, but it's just a thought, you know, so I definitely keep I definitely kept that up in my prayers because um, I want this time that I'm spilling with my kids. Like um, I don't want them to be drained from school all day and I have nothing to give them, you know, I want to prepare them for the future. Y'all see what's going on. Y'all see what these kids are getting into. Like, so that's what basically going on with me with the COVID-19 mess and um, with the, what's my surroundings on top of that. I'm a CNA certified nurse assistant, if you don't know what it means. Um, Some people call me a, a professional butt wiper but I'm a hero <laughs> so anyway um that's been going kind of crazy too with the job they just been like everywhere confusion confusion like I said if you don't show leadership you don't stand up you you bring um you, you, you bring fear to others, you know, people that's not as strong, you know, you bring fear to them. And that's what's been going on in my job. You know, people been coming to me like, Shannon, I'm so scared, this and that, this and that. And I just try to encourage them, you know, but you know, sometimes it's so draining because, you know, you go and you get built up, you pray to God, he builds you up, and then you just go to work or you go in your surroundings and people just, just really just, they need encouraging and all these other things. And then by the time you do it, you are physically trained and you have nothing else to give. So I have learned to go and um, recharge. You know, don't, don't let something consume your day the whole time where you don't recharge at all. And I'm like, okay, well, let me go. Get some time with the Lord because I need to get rebooted because I cannot go out here and constantly people take, 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 and I'm not getting anything. So I need to go get rebooted into the Lord. I need to go pray to Him. I need to go cry out to Him my problems and tell Him what's going on and stuff and things like that. So, on top of that, um, I found out that I have no friends. I do have a husband. I will say he is my friend, he's my best friend. So, but you know what I'm saying? Like a girlfriend, somebody you know, the opposite sex sex where you feel like you can just lean on this person. You you know. Uh we're gonna get into a topic about friendship. That's why I don't wanna go too much into it. But once I had did my studying, I realized dang, I don't have any true friends. And I feel like the reason why I don't have any true friends because I let so many negative people in my life. I let so many so called friends in my life that I don't I I didn't know how to distinguish that I was really having bad friends, you know what I'm saying? I thought, like, oh, that's my girlfriend, that's my best friend. She just got her flaws, you know what I'm saying? But shouldn't no flaw tear you down, shouldn't no flaw make you feel like this person's trying to be better than you or, you know, shouldn't no flaw feel like that, you know, so... I found out that certain things that people were doing shows that they was not my friend and I let them have a lot of access to me and I was wondering why I was sad or emotional or how they got, you know, they what they did or what they said really affected me. So it's affecting my day and then I realized they're not a friend at all. So now, now that I have the understanding that they're not a friend at all, I can put them in a I could put them in a certain area in my life where they don't affect me. Like if they say, oh, you you know, uh, what you got on is ugly. And I know that they are secretly not my friend. They just secretly a hater. And they just want to discourage everything I got going on. I know to be like, uh, you know, let it, don't let it affect me as I did before. Cause I'm like, why would my friend say that? Why would she say that this about me? And, you know, and it's not true. Or why would she go spread rumors? Or why would she go talk about me? And it's just like, that's because she's not your friend, duh, and I was like, oh, okay, so I got it, with the help of my Auntie Darnella, I love that lady, so she helped me out a lot, and we're going to talk about this, it's going to be a whole different segment, y'all, but we're going to talk about it, so, that's been going on with me. And then, so by me not living a lifestyle of like, you know, the things that I used to do as you know, partying, smoking, drinking, leaving my husband and house with the kids going to do whatever I want to do, um, be at clubs, you know, doing all this, all the things uh, that God hates, you know, he don't like certain things. And I was doing it. But when he delivered me, okay, I stopped doing it. But I started watching other people do it. And it was just like, and I was getting entertained by watching other people do it. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. I hope we got enough time, guys, because it's already 11 minutes and it only goes into 30 minutes on Anchor. OK, so I had did a study about um a quick fix. I found that I was doing a quick fix in life and I was wondering, like, why am I not getting to the next level? Why am I not like feeling the presence of God? Why am I not like? Uh, why am I feeling empty, why am I feeling not satisfied, normally when I'm, you know, want to get rebooted or recharged, I can feel it, I can feel my spirit, like, eating the word, of, like, if I read my Bible, I can feel my spirit just gaining energy and stuff like that, and I'm like, what am I doing that's affecting my relationship with God, so I was down here praying and, you know, just sitting here meditating on God or whatever. And I really want to know. And he revealed it to me. He told me his voice was so like, it was so calm. It was just like, he was just talking to me and telling me what I was doing. And I did not know what I was doing was wrong. You know, I was just like, well, I'm not doing it, but we're going to go into it. And here it goes. The name of the segment is called a quick fix. Okay. So today I learned I was getting a quick fix from watching other people in a sin. A quick fix is known as a hasty remedy. A plan or set of actions proposed or used to solve a problem. The alleviation of a disease symptoms without a cure. A plan or set of actions proposed to use to solve a problem. Um, So a quick fix. I'm just going to give an example. Like, you know, um, you know. Okay, let me see. Let's see. Okay, let's see if a, a person that's on drugs, right? And. They, they, okay, and they don't want to take drugs anymore, but they had an urge and they had an urge and they had an urge. So they do things around it without necessarily taking the drug, but they, they getting close to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm gonna give an example. Like I had stopped smoking weed. So, but I really had the urge to smoke weed and I, and I really wanted to smoke weed. So what I would do is I would go around people that smoking weed so I can get contacts. I'd be like, okay, well, I really didn't do it, but you know, I wanted, you know, it's just me trying to get a quick fix or me not actually doing it, but me being around it to get some of the contact. Okay. So I think that's a good example. So I didn't think I had a problem until God revealed it to me. When I have the desire to sin, but I know that it is wrong, I would tend to watch other people sin and feel like I'm okay because I'm not doing it. But at the same time, I don't feel bad for them. I kind of envy them because they can still do it and I can't. So my quick fix is to watch them or to continue to hang around certain people, knowing that they are not going, knowing that they are going to talk about the sin, the uh, the, the fun, the so-called fun sin that they got going on in their life. So I, I be around them. I hear them talking about it and I'm entertained by it. So. Then when I want to make time with God, I wonder why I can't reach him like before, why I why I feel stuck in life. Like I should be doing something, but can't put my finger on what it is. Then boom, God revealed that I was living my life of sin through other people because it was in my heart. If God brought me out of the land of destruction, I should be learning. I should be getting wiser. I should be getting ready for the next level that God has placed in my life. But I can't get better if I'm living my life through other people. I don't party anymore. So why am I watching people still party? That only takes me farther away from the plan God has for me. I'm married, so why am I socialized with people who think it's okay to be with multiple men or is living a single lifestyle? What do me and that person have in common? Nothing. Only that she is doing something that I used to do, so I socialize with her because it takes me on a trip back down memory lane. One thing that the devil does is that he will give you a so-called good memory of your life and sin, but he blocks out the bare memory, like the memory of feeling empty inside, or at the partying or still feeling lonely because you knew the men you were with really didn't want nothing from you but your body or your money or only something that would satisfy their needs for you, of you. I'm so grateful God revealed this to me that I was doing this. Now I can surround myself with people that are trying to better themselves too. Okay, so I put an example. A recovery alcoholic will not surround themselves around liquor stores or around people that's still drinking and going to tell you that how fun it is to still be drinking. They are not going to continue to follow people on social media accounts who are, who always drink because they know it will influence them. It will take them on a trip back down memory lane and the enemy will make ways to, to sound like sinning ain't that bad. When you are in the phase When you are in this phase of living your life through other people, you are close to withdrawing, withdrawing from Christ. I know this is going to be kind of hard, but with Christ, all things are possible. I don't want to get, I don't want to get my quick fix out of people, places, or things anymore. I want God to fix me and he's not a quick fix God. He takes his time on me because he's molding me. He's cleaning me. He's reshaping me. He's redefining me. And I wouldn't want it no other way. So basically what I was doing was I was being around certain people um, that still lived a lifestyle that I used to live. And I was getting satisfaction out of, of hearing the stories of what they did and what they're going to do and their ideas and stuff. And, I got satisfaction out of knowing what was going to happen and which I should have known that if you going down this road, that's only the road of destruction. So why am I getting satisfaction out of you sinning? You know, I'm getting satisfaction because it's in my heart. That's what I want to do. And since I can't do it, I'm going to watch other people do it and get and get my fix off of it. But if I if I keep doing it. All, I, all I'm doing is getting closer and closer to re- withdrawing from God. So he revealed it to me, like, you're getting you're getting closer to withdrawing from me because your, your desires is not of me anymore. Your desires is of the things that you used to do because you're still uh, putting yourself in situations or you're still following social media accounts and stories of things that you used to do or the people that you used to be with. So um, I had, so what I did, guys, was, I have wrote down some Bible scriptures, uh, and I'm going to tell you, and this is how it's going to help me. Hold on, guys. Um. So the, the first one is. Okay, so the first one is uh, Proverbs chapter 6, 17, 18 and 19. So it says, these six things the Lord hates, and these seven are repulsive to him. A proud look, the attitude that makes one overestimate oneself and discount others, a lying tongue, and hands that shed shed innocent blood, a heart that creates wicked plans, feet that run swiftly to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, even half-truth, and one who spreads discourse rumors among brothers. If God hates these things, why do I entertain them? If God hates these things, why do I surround myself around the things he hates? He are, we are to love one another, but at the same time, guard our hearts. Because if you allow yourself to be open to sin, you will learn their ways and not the ways of the Lord. So um, that was just a quick note that I had wrote to myself, basically saying that, you know, we to love everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm better than anybody, but I am to guard my heart. If a person is coming into my life and they, you know, they make a sin sound good, I know that I need to surround myself with other people that's like madness and say, man, sin don't sound good. And if I partake in it, you know, this is going to be the, you know. And so, cause if I, if you, you know how they say birds of a feather flock together, or, you know, they have a different sense and basically it's saying that if you, if you are around this certain environment, you're going to eventually, um, um, get accustomed to it. You're going to eventually start doing it. It's not going to be enough for you just to hear the stories. It's going to, you're going to want to partake in it. So Proverbs 22 says, um, 22 I believe this is verse 25 do not even associate with a man given to anger outbursts or along with a hot tempered man or you will learn his undisciplined ways and get yourself trapped in a situation which you is hard to which is hard to escape so we are to love everyone but the moment their life becomes ours or that we are living our sin- free life through their sinful life there's a problem. So again, we ought to let everybody, but if I'm, if I'm, if I'm living a sin free life and, but I'm living through a person that's sinful, I am now sinful because in my heart is really what I want to do. So I'm watching other people or I'm, I'm socializing with other people that's doing it because it's giving me a quick fix where well, I'm not doing it, Lord, but I'm entertaining it. So Proverbs 23 and seven says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so he is, so is he. So anything that you think is in your heart, like your heart, your desires of your heart, God, God doesn't weigh your actions. He weighs your heart. So you can say all day, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But in your heart, you doing it. In your heart, you, you lusting. in your heart, you, you have desires for things of, of wickedness, you know, but well, I'm not doing it. You might not look like you're doing it, but on the inside, you're doing it. Your heart is doing it because God is going to weigh your heart and whatever you think is in your heart. So is you. So the last um the last part of the Bible that I put down was Psalms 1 um, Blesses the one who does not walk and step with the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, take, or sit in the company of markers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruits in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatsoever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked shall not stand in judgment, nor sentence in assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So God's saying that, you know, if you don't put yourself in these certain situations of being with people oh, wicked or, you know, following them or being company with them socializing with them thinking that it's okay that they can speak put their sin life on you that they can talk about it that they can still do it and you just entertain it and you don't you don't entertain it but you you take your delight in the law of the lord you take your you take your delight in learning things new into improving into growing into shape into it, it, because whatever god gives you he wants you to apply it to your life like me he wants me to better myself and one thing i better myself is by going to the gym and doing things instead of me following somebody on social media, I can be at the gym. I could be working out. I can be becoming better. I could be becoming wiser by reading and understanding and you know focusing and, and 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 continuing my education, which I'm doing now. But instead of me on you know my girlfriend calling me talking about you know this this and the third, which I don't believe in anyway, I can be on my homework. I could be studying. I can be perfecting my grades. I can be doing something that's better. So, he said, uh, "In due season." So, and that means, uh, in in your in a season, fruit in a season. Basically, that means that in, in due season, that your fruit is going to yield. If you continue down my path, that you're you're like a tree planted. Um, by streams of water, that means your water is going to overflow. You're going to the blessings on top of blessings. I know y'all heard that song, um, "Blessings on Blessings on Blessings." If y'all didn't, it's um, I think it's B O B, "Blessings on Blessings." I think he got a of uh, he got two parts. He got one song. He got another one. Check it out. It's it's, it's real good. It's like blessings on blessings on bless. It's a real good song. So check it out. But anyway, it's just like um that it says your leaf, uh, will not wither whatsoever you do will prosper. I mean, whatever God has planned for you, what business ideas, dreams, goals, all those things will prosper. And I'm in the, I'm now that I'm learning this, I know that I can reap these benefits. But if I would have kept down that path of, you know, me getting my fix out of watching others or entertaining company that is not good for me, that when the wicked get destroyed, I'm going to be a part of the wicked because I, I'm, I'm getting my quick fix out of them. Instead telling me having my eyes on God, I have my eyes on, you know, oh, what you going to do tomorrow? Oh, you going to the club? Who you going with? Oh, you know, or, you know, oh, you want to talk about, you know, multiple men, or you want to talk about social media, or, you know, following my cousins or something that used to, that's still doing the things that I used to do, you know? So it's like, oh, I remember I was doing that. I remember, you know, I was in this and I was doing that. I've been, I've been, I would have did this. I would did that in my heart. I'm thinking it. So that's who I am, but it's not who I am today because who I am today is I'm going to meditate on God day and night. He's going to be my keeper because I want to, I want whatever I do to prosper and you never know this if if well I'm not gonna say if I'm not gonna say if I do know that if I apply God's law to this what I'm doing right now podcasting and if I apply God's law and his teachings to my life this podcast is gonna prosper so you know right now I probably have eight viewers but when I'm applying God's um, techniques to my life, they're going to hit us one day. Like she said, this was going to happen. She said that her podcast was going to prosper because I applied God's law. But the moment I get off of his, what he's trying to tell me or trying to do for me. And I try to, you know, get my quick fix and try to go down the path of unrighteousness. Nothing I do will prosper. Everything will fail. My grass, my my garden will get. You know, God will come back and see it's not tended to my my vineyard, and I'm have all types of things popping up in my life because I have not applied what God is teaching me. You know what I'm saying? He teach you, you apply it, you do it. So do it. I'm gonna do it, and I encourage you to do it. And guys, I hope that helped you all. I thank you all for turning to tune it turning. <laughs> thank you guys for turning. I said turning again. I thank you guys for tuning into my podcast. This is your girl, Shannon. Of course, Voice of Reason, and you are behind the scenes. Peace, love, and happiness, guys. I am out.